Hi guys, Meryl Sukumar here. I am thrilled to bring to you Femgineer Chats, a knowledge sharing platform to discuss various topics around sustainability. And our promise to you is to shift business culture through sustainable transformation. And we cannot wait to take you on this journey. Hi guys, how's it going? I am just checking that I am live, which it looks like. Yeah, I'm on Facebook <laughs> and I'm just checking something else that I am actually live on LinkedIn. It's the first time live on LinkedIn. How super exciting. Okay, just need to stay on mute so that uh, there's no feedback from anywhere else. Um, so yeah, so share some love if you are watching me live. And if you can post um, post any questions, because I, I believe you can. Oh, hi, Darwin. Nice to see you on LinkedIn. Thanks for joining. And um, it looks like they're coming through. Awesome, which is very cool. So this is the first time I'm going live for Femgineer Chats on LinkedIn. Um, I'm really excited that I finally got live access on LinkedIn and I'm able to share this with my LinkedIn community. Um, so today uh, for episode four, I wanted to talk to you all about the UN Sustainable Development Goals and how it works in context of people's businesses. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a really great topic. I found that when I spoke about it last time, there was a lot of interest and I thought this is a really great platform for me to share uh, about the goals and my knowledge around the goals and, um, and just the importance of the goals in driving that sustainability agenda. Um, so what I would like to do just to, to help me along the way, um, I have prepared a presentation. So as you're all joining on, please say hello and I will start sharing my screen. And um, also, it would be really great if you could let me know that you can see my screen as well, please. That would be wonderful. Okay. All right, looks like I can see it myself, <laughs> so it's good. Okay, so the Sustainable Development Goals, for those of you who are not aware, um, they were ratified in 2015 and you know when, when I think about growing up what I can remember that was anything like the sustainable development goals and how they came to be I think about the Kyoto Protocol and um, you know we've all sort of heard of terms like that where COP21 where over years and years the um, the global powerhouses come together and they talk about how they really need to change the world and how we need to start changing the way we do things and and I guess in 2015 it finally came about to be in a very clear um, unified way when they ratified the 17 sustainable development goals um, you know the 160 or so member nations came together and said yep yeah, okay we all can agree that this is a really important thing that we need to do and we need to make sure that this is a there's a clear mandate around how we need to do it and so they came about with these 17 sustainable development goals and um, we'll go through those a little bit later um, but I guess I've already sort of <laughs> talked through the introduction which is you know really that these goals are a blueprint so they're a way for us to understand how do we live prosperously and peacefully with the environment and so it's not obviously just about the natural capital like animals and flora and fauna. It's also about people and how we can be, um, uh, you know, breaking down 
issues like gender disparity or um, racism or um, social procurement and how we hire people and, and how we use them in our businesses. So or work with them in our businesses. And I guess that's the difference is from using a person as opposed to to working with them in a respectful and peaceful way. So that's what the goals are really about. It's it's how do we um, do all of those things, work prosperously and peacefully with the environment and the people in our businesses and in our lives. And so the 17 goals are, um, well, sorry, before I get into the goals, I, I did want to say that the people that champion these goals are actually from a range of backgrounds. And so that's the really great part about all of this is you've got your leaders um, from the member nations that have all obviously come together and spoken about it, but you have people that champion these goals um, through their various uh, career avenues. You know, we've got actors and actresses, we've got um, social workers, we've got community leaders, we've got engineers, just, just a range of people that are there working towards bringing these goals into society, into businesses, and making sure that we're all working towards that unified perspective. And so, you know, one of the leaders, Dia Mirza, she is an award-winning actor, producer, and, um, you know, just an ambassador for the UN goals. And she says, you know, it's important to recognize that our health and well-being are connected to the environment. And when we harm the environment, we actually harm ourselves. And so I think that if that doesn't really shift your perspective, then what will? The reality is that us not acting towards a sustainable, prosperous future means that we are not looking after ourselves. We are not looking after the health of ourselves and our, our children and the future generations to come. And so, yeah, I just really wanted to share that with you. I thought it was a beautiful quote. Um, and so there are 17 goals and uh, I do think that it's important though that I read through each of them. One, to recognize and give them a voice on this platform. Um, and and two, really to, to highlight what each of them are, are about through their titles. So the first one is about no poverty, zero poverty in the world. Um, the second is zero hunger. Third is about good health and well-being. Fourth is about equality education. Fifth is gender equality. Sixth is about clean water and sanitation. Seventh is about affordable and clean energy. Eighth is about work and economic growth. Nine is the three I's, industry, innovation, and infrastructure. 10 is about reducing inequalities. 11 is sustainable cities and communities. 12 is about responsible consumption and production. 13 is climate action. 14 is life below the water. And 15 is life on land. And 16 is peace, justice, and strong institutions. And finally, 17 is about partnerships for the goals. And that's the beauty of these goals. They are really inclusive. It's actually about governments, communities, individuals, businesses, all working together, um, academic institutions, not just applying their academics in a very theoretical or, or um, public, like a, a journaling type sense, you know, where they write their thesis, they write their case studies. It's actually about taking that and applying that into a practical business sense. So everybody really needs to get involved and collaborate to make these goals um, real. And what we're seeing is the goal, there are so many of them, there's 17, you know, it's it's a lot of goals. And, and right now I think there's around 
13,000, um, 130,000 countries that have, sorry, businesses that have signed up to the UN Global Compact and they have made a commitment to um, pursuing these goals, the ones that are relevant to their business. And so it can be overwhelming when you see 17, but I think the idea here is to understand what are the most important goals for your business and how do they work in the context of your business and how are you going to then take those goals that, and that verbal commitment and take that into a practical sense into the context of your business. Um, so I'm going to focus on one goal here to kind of show you how um, you know we might understand the goals within the context of a fast-moving consumer good business so where they're where they're um, producing a product or several products um, and so it's about identifying what that goal is for your business and in this case we're going to choose goal number 12 which is ensuring sustainable consumption and production patterns in the products that we create and so what that is about is to look at um, you know why businesses should support supply chain sustainability and in the global Com compact management model and the gri and the unscg library how do these products show ethical consumption and ethical production in their entire life cycle so it's about designing products that have a longer life cycle have multiple uses can be used through several iterations of um of of their lifespan and then also when they're disposed they're not actually disposed they are then used for um, another another um, production line so for example what can i use it as, a, as an example um a car wheel that's you know a car that's being disposed of maybe the leather can be removed and then used as a side product for um I'm making this up, but I guess the idea is to use the, the leather for um, pulling to, to for, <laughs> this is not a good example, I'm stuck here. But um, the idea is that you're, you're taking products that would normally be disposed of and then finding a useful, um, a useful life cycle for them, for them to continue being a useful resource in our in our standard way of living and so that's the idea behind the responsible consumption one and so when we look at um, how we measure these goals um, i've given some examples around what could be key indicators of how how well we are doing against these goals and what might be projects that we might pursue so in terms of supply chain for example if we wanted to hit 100 of our supply chain personnel being paid above the minimum pay threshold we could do things like supply chain personnel mapping and pay gap analysis and then implementing a roadmap towards closing that pay gap and then the indicators or the data that comes out of it to show whether we met that key indicator or, or fallen short from it would be that all the staff from Asia that are, are working for an Australian business, for example, are paid at the minimum Australian rates. They're not paid at minimum um, rates in the country that they reside in. Um, or another indicator might be, or another outcome might be that the staff in India are compensated for any missed pay since the time that they've been working with that Australian business. So that's an example of how we might set a key indicator for a goal or several key indicators um, set out the projects that we need to do in order to achieve that key indicator and then measuring and verifying against those key indicators to see whether we met that goal or we fell short. 
And so I can say that in Australia, um, there's around 15% of Aussies that are extremely concerned about their carbon footprint, for example, and 50% are somewhat concerned. So it's clear here to say that well, over 50% are actually concerned overall about their environmental footprint, about their personal environmental footprint. And so clearly the market is demanding that businesses are recognizing that um, environmental sustainability and climate change and climate diligence in the way the business operates is really important. So it's an opportunity for businesses to really take some time and break away from the noise about the fact that there are 17 goals and that the fact that they are quite big and quite um, bodacious in their in their um, their expectations. It's about actually clearing away that noise and finding what are the two to three to start with the two to three most important goals for your business and how you can start integrating those into your business because what we're finding is businesses are feeling overwhelmed they're saying it's there's too many it's too hard um, i'm gonna leave it and put it to the side and put it to the side and that's when um, you know you keep putting it to the side and your competitors are saying you know what we're not going to put it to the side we're going to prioritize three um, these three sustainable development goals and they start positioning ahead of the market. And that's what businesses need to realize is if they um, keep putting sustainability to the side, they actually lose their competitive edge, given that the people are wanting businesses to act and the the products itself or the, um, the operational proficiency and the operational productivity and success in your business actually is um, generated through proper aligned sustainable action and so the 17 development goals UN development goals are a great way to start driving that within your business and so there are different ways to standardize that process um, so one is as I mentioned earlier the UN global compact so the global compact is um, essentially almost like a, a governing figure to the side of the UN SDGs and they um, allow businesses to sign up and um, essentially uh, officialize their commitment to the goals. And so once you've signed up for the UN Global Compact, then you really have to create that roadmap and say, well, keep accountable to that roadmap and keep reporting back to the UN Global Compact on how well you are doing along the way. So there are various ways to achieve these sustainable development goals. Obviously, it depends on what's most important to you. There are standards, there are ratings, there are global ones, there are local ones, and then there's, of course, accreditation. So it's about figuring out what are the most important goals, what are the most important goals to your business, and then how do you uh, commit to those goals, what are the um, achievements that you want to see, and then what tools you're going to use to get there. Um, so I've just mentioned a few here in terms of the standards and the rating schemes that are in place um, that you may have heard of. Um, you know, a lot of people have heard of Fair Trade and the Rainforest Alliance um, in terms of standards of products that we buy. Uh, we always say, you know, we're not going to buy the the ones that are not Rainforest Alliance or UTZ certified or not part of the RSPO, which is the Roundtable for Sustainable Palm Oil. So we, these are really well-known standards that um, everybody recognises. And so if your business is tagging these onto their products, people will recognise that as, as proper aligned action. 
Um, and in terms of buildings and infrastructure, there's Leeds stand the Leeds rating standards, well, the Living Building Challenge, Passive House, SP Global Rating. So there's a bunch of different ratings out there that can help you um, qualify your building or your infrastructure at a certain rating level to show that you actually are considering your emission footprint through energy, water, greenhouse gas emissions, waste, and so on. So um, these these standards, these ratings, they're all really well known. And, and in terms of becoming accredited um, under cert certain certification processes, um, a lot of businesses, I haven't mentioned this here, but a lot of businesses are, are looking at becoming B Corp certified, for example. Um, and it all sort of ties in because part of being B Corp certified is showing that you are being um, diligent about your impact on the environment and the people that you bring into your business or even the people you impact through your business. So, so there are actually a lot of ways to head towards your commitments to the UN Sustainable Goals. And I guess it's a, a matter of bringing in the right people to talk to your, your business and talk to the decision makers in your business about how you achieve um, the goals that you've committed to. And so, yeah, I think that I just really want to leave you all um, with the idea that each of you has a, not only do you each have a responsibility, but you each have the capacity and the influence to start the conversation in your businesses, to start talking about how the UN sustainable goals are really important and how in particular goal uh, five and goal seven are really important to your business um, so the idea is to really just start that conversation and and then um, engage in in the right action to take that proper aligned sustainable journey towards those goals that your business commits to so that's where i would really like to to leave you all with a call to action that we all have uh, the opportunity to make change here and so I'm going to stop sharing for a moment. So it's just me that you see now. Oh, we've got um, my my dog's best friend over at the moment. So they're uh, sorry, they're making a bit of noise in the background. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for joining. Hi, Praveen. So I've just seen your comment. Thanks for joining. Um, really appreciate you all being here. And I hope that this has been helpful and an opportunity to engage um, these ideas in your in your head and to start those conversations in your businesses and um, and really incite positive change through sustainability. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. And um, if you do miss this, this live, um, well, it'll be on my social profiles, but I will be posting them up on YouTube as well very soon. So thank you so much, everybody. And I hope you have an amazing week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us today and we look forward to talking with you and transforming your business through sustainability. And if you'd like to follow us on any of our channels, we are on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. And we go by the name of Subsinctus Consulting, S-U-B-C-I-N-C-T-U-S Consulting. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have an amazing day.